You're listening to the West Side Podcast, a part of the LA International Church of Christ family of churches, worshiping God in LA since 1989. Well, uh, good morning, everybody. Happy uh, Harvest Festival. And uh, to my fellow teachers, great to have you here. And uh, I am uh, proudly sporting my uh, Culver Middle School Panthers shirt. I teach over there. My wife teaches over there as well. No, I'm good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's my son-in-law, John, right there. But uh, what a great day. Now, if you're a teacher, you're in good company. Because Jesus himself was called good teacher. And uh, today, when we come together to kind of celebrate, of course, this time to get a harvest festival, because we've worked hard to harvest our chili today. But we're going to be taking communion in just a few minutes. And communion is a time of celebration. And Jesus gave his communion as this kind of last supper, this kind of banquet together to share a meal and to remember him. And that was the purpose of it, was to remember him. And we're going to spend some time remembering him before we take communion today. And I love it when he shared about his uh, last supper, when he shared that meal with his guys, he goes, hey, you know what, the next time I take this meal, we'll be together in heaven sharing this meal. In fact, church is supposed to be this foreshadowing of things to come. Even today, when you look around this group, the celebration, this fellowship, the fact that we get to share and celebrate a feast together is a foreshadowing of our time when we're in heaven with Christ, with God, at the great banquet. Hey, chili's awesome. And I made some. I made some. I've got a hazardous waste label on my chili. You've been warned. But you know, as much as I love chili, the banquet in heaven, can you imagine what God will give us then? You know, today we celebrate that, but on that day. I love the verse in Philippians 2 that says, On that day that every knee will bow, every tongue confess, Jesus Christ is Lord. On that day, when we're with Him in heaven having that great celebration, it says every knee will bow. Can you imagine that? Every single one of us bowed at the feet of Christ. But not just us, your neighbors, your boss, your co-workers, politicians, the celebrities, everyone who's ever lived on this planet bowed down before our Lord. Now on that day there'll be no atheists, no agnostics, no new age ridiculousness, no doubt at all. Everybody will know exactly who he is. Turn about to John chapter 13. You know, it's as hard as it is to imagine that day when we're going to be bowed down before Christ. It's even more hard to believe that he bowed before us. That Jesus himself bowed down before our very feet. John 13, the setting here, this is the night before Jesus was going to go to the cross. He's literally hours away from being betrayed by one of his closest friends, from being arrested, from being tried, being beaten, being tortured, being nailed to a cross, and hanging there for hours as he dies. He's hours away from this. In John 13, we read in verse 1, It was just before the Passover feast, Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. You imagine that. 
Imagine for him knowing that it's time. This is the night. He knew, in fact, he knew his entire life that this day was coming. And he knew exactly when it was going to happen. And he knew exactly how it was going to happen. And can you imagine for yourself knowing that tonight is the night? Imagine for a moment knowing that tonight you're going to die. That this is your last day on the planet. But not just that you're going to die tonight, but you know how it's going to happen. That you're going to get tortured for hours. That you're going to be nailed to a cross. That you're going to hang there dying. Knowing that your entire life, the anticipation of this day. And here as he has this time with his guys, this is it. This is the night. Can you imagine how he must have felt? Imagine how you would feel. If you knew tonight was your night, tonight you were going to die, how would you be today? How would you be here at this Harvest Festival? What would you be acting like? What would you be saying? What would you be doing if you knew in a few hours, I'm done? We continue reading in verse 1. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. It's an amazing verse. Knowing that tonight's the night, I'm done today, this is it. The Bible says he decided to show his full extent of his love. In verse 2, the evening meal was being served and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. So he knows this is it. This is his last moment, his last opportunity to do anything for anybody. And he chooses to show the full extent of his love, and what he does is remarkable. Jesus, during the meal, gets down at the feet of his disciples, and he washes their feet. Can you imagine that scene? That this was what he chose to do. I'm dying tonight. It's all ending here. I've got one last chance to do something for these guys. I'm going to show them the full extent of how much I love them. And that means I'm going to go down to their feet. I'm going to humble myself. And I'm going to serve them. Now, from our perspective, we, we can't imagine what that would be like, but imagine if Jesus came and did this to you. The Son of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, bowing down at your feet and washing them. That was a role for the lowest of servants. That wasn't even something the host would do. That's something the worst of the servants would get. That's the worst job. And that's what he chose to do in his last time with his guys. And in so many ways, fulfilling a, a purpose that he had proclaimed earlier in Matthew 20, he said, The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Skip down to verse 15. After washing their feet, Jesus says here, says, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. An example for us. His last lesson, 
the last thing he would teach in this last opportunity, the full extent of his love was sacrificial service. And that's how he chose to end his life on earth. And he says there that he did this so we would do the same. You know, today, as we're out here in the park celebrating all God has done, the, 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 our friendship, our families, uh, everything's life in general. We are so blessed, right? So we're here celebrating that as we should. And as we consider the cross, as we take communion, as we stand in awe of God and His mercy and in all that He did, in great humility, marvel at God's grace shown by Christ's example. You know, we're left with an example to imitate. One day, we will bow down at Jesus' feet. But till, until then, we're supposed to bow down at the feet of one another. That's what he left us with. One day we will bow down. Everybody will. We will confess Jesus is Lord. There's no doubt about it. He'll get the honor due. But in the meantime, we honor him by serving one another. Imagine a church where everybody comes to give. Where everybody comes with this attitude of, I am only a servant. I'm not entitled. You don't owe me anything. I'm not here to take I'm here to give, and we serve each other like that. That was the legacy that Jesus has called us to. We're going to honor him in that way. Turn to Philippians chapter 2. I'm going to end with the verse I began with. And I want you to listen to God's words as we take communion together today. In light of his example, in light of his spirit, his humility, and how he showed the full extent of his love, not just to show us, hey, I love you, but so that we would love him and others back. Philippians chapter 2, starting at verse 4. Each of you, that's us, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Let's pray for communion. Father, we are so humbled to be here today. God, because we didn't just come to have a party at a park. We didn't come just to eat food and play games and enjoy each other, God. But those things are all from what you've done for us. God, the fact that we can celebrate anything today, God, is a gift from your hand. And for that, we praise you. And God, in humility, we stand before you, God, and just in awe of Christ, not just his willingness to die, but how he chose to live. God, the example he gave us to imitate. And Father, we, we take that seriously, God. He has called us to imitate. 
And Father, I pray we can show you and the people around us the full extent of our love. God, expressed in a Jesus-like service, a willingness to give, to sacrifice, to love others more than even we love ourselves. Father, we thank you for Jesus' example, for his willingness to come, for the fact that even though he knew he was going to die, he chose to die anyway. He could have stopped it at any moment, but he chose not to. God, he got on that cross himself. God, we stand in awe of all you've done, in awe of Christ, his sacrifice, the hope of salvation we have. And as we celebrate today, I pray this brings you joy. But God, we know this is just a small glimpse of the celebration we're going to share with you, with Jesus, with the angels, with each other someday in heaven. We thank you for this communion time, for the wine that represents his blood poured out for us to wash our sins, for the bread that is his body broken in our place. We love you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You've just listened to the West Side Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit thewestsidechurch.com or laicc.net.